Audio by Raising Free People Network. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Pause is a path, so you gotta slow down. P-A-U-S-E Doing the same shit will have you spinning round and round. So P-A-U-S-E With a deep breath here and a deep breath there. Here a breath, there a breath, everywhere a deep breath. Pause is a path, so you gotta slow down. P-A-U-S-E You can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people. The show notes page for this episode is raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 251. This episode, we are sharing just bits and pieces of things that are present for us in relationship to sorting and shedding. The conversation around this is happening next week at our listening party. Be sure to head to the show notes page for this episode to get that link. You'll join us in the chat. You will not need video or audio. We just want your energy, your insights, your feelings for the live session. So just feel through these in the meantime. And hopefully we will get to chat with you next week. There's a lot going on in the world right now, as always, right? (laughs) In this part of the world, Roe versus Wade, a decision about abortion rights has resurfaced and There are lots of conversations about choice and consent and rights. And for some of us as unschoolers, we're constantly, some of us, thinking about choice and consent and rights and how our approaches to those things, our perspectives about those things, inform how we live And through the process of de-schooling our own thoughts, through questioning, through being in deeper community, through having trustful accountability, these sorts of things, we are able to recognize the models that we've been operating under or with as outdated, fucked up, (laughs) more than outdated. These models of living and learning and of consent and relationship And as we are out here examining, questioning these models and replacing some of them, it feels important that we begin looking at a model as something that remains, not something we start with. Because to get a model to the point where it has enough consent and consideration built into it, it has to be something that peels away as you partner with the consent, the considerations, the boundaries, the beginnings of shared meaning, all of those things with the people who are expected to live with that model, the people in your community, your children. 
So this ideal for your family model is actually a thing that you must first discover in order to design it. And if we're not careful, we're going to replace something from the outdated model with a revised version of that same model instead of something different. Because unlike curriculum, which exists for us to follow, a model unfolds as you learn what not to follow, what to stop doing, what to slow down from. It is revelatory, not prescriptive. I've found that it requires not only the permission of my children, for example, in some, though not all cases, I find that it requires not only the permission of my children, but also their pushback. (laughs) Can you get into that? I feel like you must, because that pushback, that resistance, my children's as well as my own, has been like a magnifying glass for all of us to examine, sometimes in painstaking motherfucking detail, what might need shedding, what might need sorting, and what might need shoring up. We must learn how to steady ourselves in the face of resistance instead of simply meeting it with our own resistance. Resistance can be a detailed roadmap away from the destinations we chase and towards the locations we realize we need to get more familiar with. And as that sort of familiarity increases, we begin to find our legs so as to migrate our families from schoolishness to something rooted in real liberation. Pause with that. a lot of people come into unschooling as a way to, they think this is the education of the future. And they think that this is the way, you know, that school is archaic and it's outdated. And so I'm going to unschool because this is going to give my kids a leg up over the school kids. And I'm like, no, you're still using control. So much of that. You're still using it. You're using, I didn't even think that it was possible to use, to be unschooling and control. And I've seen it now. The longer I've been in, I'm like, wow, they're using unschooling to control these kids. Yeah. So you really have to, like you said, reflect on yourself and the processes and the practices that you need to develop. We sometimes think that the right process will get us the results we want, when in reality, it is a practice, not a process that often helps us get what we need. And we've talked about that here before with Tiersa McQueen, distinguishing practice and process, and feels really relevant here as we talk about sorting and shedding and just really slowing down, pausing, stopping even, to distinguish between a process and a practice so that we can determine maybe some of the practices that we might need to pick up and some of the processes that we might need to shed. So I'm going to give you these seven distinctions between a practice and a process that we talked about last year. A practice is ongoing ritual. A process is repetitive action. A practice is wisdom-centered. I'm feeling through what I know, what I'm learning, seeing how I feel about all of that. 
and my intuition is part of that ecology. A process is seeking-centered. I don't have what I need, and I need to go find it somewhere else. A practice is agile and varied. A process is rigid and particular. A practice is done for acceptance and integration. A process is done for discovery of how to do a thing right. A practice is inner ecology focused, meaning it can include useful, healthy external influence, but it doesn't rely on it. A process is validation focused and often includes potentially toxic external influence. A practice is centering and kind of now-y in that it is focused on the now, the present. A process is extractive and shouldy, as in what should this look like? What should be happening here? A practice does not always come as a result of a process, but a process can help inform a healthy practice. Add that to your pause work. Pause is a path, so you gotta slow down. P-A-U-S-E. Doing the same shit will have you spinning round and round. So P-A-U-S-E. So feel your feelings, challenge your reactions. This is real soul work, not a transaction. Pause is a path, so you gotta slow down. P-A-U-S-E. Doing the same shit will have you spinning round and round. So P-A-U-S-E. As I continue to question everything, everything, (laughs) and think about my old understandings, my old empire, complicit actions, shit that's ready to change. One of them is how I focus on wealth. And now, when I think about wealth, particularly in relation to my children, I think about their well-being, physical and emotional. I think about their evolution, noticing them as they progress, not just what they've done before. I think about autonomy, space for them to grow confident in their autonomy. Think about their liberation-mindedness. What's their view on freedom? How do they live as free people? How do they keep an awareness of other people's freedom? I think about trustfulness, them being able to trust me, themselves, and doing trustworthy actions in their relationships. And I think about heavy lifting, meaning the shit that children sometimes carry that is invisible for other people to see. All of us carry invisible burdens or parts of our inner world that can be heavy for us. And I'm thinking about my relationship to that with them. That's the wealth I'm thinking about these days. So the P is for pain points. A is for absences. U for understanding, S for sorting and shedding, and E for exploration. 
And yes, yes, this week, let me shout out the newest members of our Make It Happen family over on patreon.com forward slash Akila. Welcome to the family, Shannon, Ginger, Rochelle, and Rachel. Thank you so much for being here. And you too, listener, can join us over on patreon.com forward slash Akila. If you listen to this podcast and get something good and useful, something you want to share, something you want to settle into, something that stirs you up, come on over to our Make It Happen family to make sure that our small team can do this every week and do all the things we do in between in support of people committed to raising free people. Thank you for being here. And if you're not over there, come through. This podcast continues to exist because of our Make It Happen family on patreon.com forward slash Aquila and is produced by Raising Free People Network members Juan Pablo Perez, Romain Sinclair, Daniela Gutierrez Paez, Chris Richards, and Aquila S. Richards. Season 8 is funded by Hugh Larson and produced in collaboration with Domari Dickinson of Positive and Purposeful Parenting and Vanessa Molano, our Season 8 production assistant. Thank you for being here. Fair of the Free Child is a weekly published podcast community centering Black people, Native Indigenous people, and people of color in liberatory living and learning practices. Through the portal of unschooling and the self-directed education movement, I, Akila S. Richards, and guests speak to and listen for the liberty of moving from schoolish to self-determined within ourselves, in our homes, and in how we become and raise free people.